Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? Get a haircut, Chris? I did get a haircut. Oh, it looks good. Just thinking how you didn't notice. No, no, I, I was uh, waiting for a lot. Pod. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, I'm doing well. We have a, uh, we have, I'm go, we're going to, I'm going to a graduation party tomorrow, Chris. Are you excited? Yeah, that's right. I am excited. Yeah, it should be a good time. Yeah. Hopefully everyone listening got invited. Mm-hmm. Sorry, if you didn't just show up, I guess. If you're, if you're loyal <laughs> enough to listen to the pod and I didn't invite you, just show up. There you go. Sorry. Sorry if I put you on blast out there for anyone not. <laughs> but, uh, right. yeah, it's gonna, you feel old, Chris? Uh, not yet. I think once I start working, then I'll, I'll feel old, but it is weird being like the first one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, and like next summer, like going to everyone else's graduation party. Yeah. It's, you, you get like a, yeah, you get your own little year. Different. It's, it's kind of yeah, nice. You right. get your own little year. It's like, ah, oh, this is the Chris, the Chris graduation. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm excited for that tomorrow, but we have some NBA games. Or an NBA Finals game to talk about today, Chris. Uh, Denver Nuggets, right. Miami Heat, the game one, and I—I I mean, it was—it was a good game. It was a good game. They kind of the the Nuggets were kind of blowing them out. Uh, Heat would kind of crawl back in. It seemed like though every time they got it to ten, um, the Nuggets would just overpower them and and score at will. The yeah, and it feels like like just looking at the final score that. It didn't feel that close, and it felt like the Nuggets were always in control. Yeah, I never felt worried for the pretty Nuggets. early on too. Yeah, I never felt worried for the Nuggets. It didn't seem like Miami like they didn't they didn't have a good start. They they didn't really have a good game at all. Uh, of course, Caleb Martin <clears throat> and Gabe Vincent and Duncan Robinson eh, were all all poop. I guess Gabe Vincent had a had a decent game, but. Caleb Martin was Struce terrible. Struce, that's what it was. That's Struce. <laughs> yes, Struce, two of nine. Um, Struce, Robinson, uh, Caleb Martin, three guys that propelled them to win in the Eastern Conference Finals. They combined all together with six points. Is that like? Does that piss you off at all? Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, like it, it really. It, it might just be the altitude. Like maybe game two will be different, or back in my. They also, we gotta remember the Nuggets had nine days of rest. Yeah. Rest versus rust. Rest takes this one. To to not oh, for easily. rest easily. They they just look so much more prepared for what any anything Miami could do to them, and it seemed like two for stints, like. Oh, what'd you drop over there? Oh, it's just my charger. Good. All right, but uh, it seemed like apologies for stints. You're good. You're good. Don't worry about it. Uh, the offense for the Denver Nuggets would just kind of relax. Is that was that? That's kind of how I felt. Like they'd be like, all right, whatever. We're up by, we're up by twenty. We're up by seventeen. We'll be fine for the next, you know, two three minutes. I mean, and they've like they've cruised through the whole playoffs like that. It feels like, like they can almost score at will. Yeah, it's like when they need about to. Before, like when we talk about Jokic, and it's like he basically just chooses what stat line he's going to put up. Mm-hmm. That's every game. And this Heat team has 
no ability to defend him. Not that any other team particularly good at slowing him down, but it's not a good matchup whatsoever. Like when they're up big, they can like they can afford themselves to coast a little bit and almost like save their energy. Yeah, it's all, they can save their energy because they know Jokic will find some open some open pass that no one else saw, some wide open player, and I think that was a big concern if you're a Heat fan going into this, where they didn't really try the zone. They did man on man, and especially in that first quarter, just getting bullied by by Aaron mm-hmm. Gordon, by uh, Murray when when Murray would cut Jokic in the middle. Anyone who was contesting the basket, it seemed like the Miami defense just couldn't couldn't stop them whatsoever. Yeah, no, and and if they do switch to the zone, I don't, I cannot possibly imagine a scenario in which that actually works against a team like this, in which we did this in our finals preview, where Jokic is probably the best passer in the league right now, Mm -hmm. and you have the zone collapse on him, and then you have at least one guy open, he's always going to find the open guy, and they hit their shots. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you they mentioned would have that. Have to have an off shooting night, and it's like they haven't had that the whole playoffs. And all like Michael Porter Jr. is taller than everyone uh, on the other team. Aaron Gordon, he's not a shooter, but he's bigger than everyone else on the other team, and just kind of bullied them. Jamal Murray can always find his shot, and Caldwell Pope, if he's open, is always hitting it. What I, I liked what you mentioned there, best passer in the league, what you called Jokic, and on the broadcast, I don't remember who specifically it was, but. One of the color guards was, was talking about Bam Adebayo, and they're like, yeah, you know, he's, he's like a point center, just like Jokic. And I'm like, no, 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 no. He's, he, 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 he's like, do not, do not say those two names in the same breath. Please do not <laughs> compare the two playmaking abilities of Bam Adebayo <laughs> and Nikola Jokic. Bam, I mean, Bam will have stretches where, where he touches the ball. It's like an automatic turnover. Yeah, he I does think. pass pretty well, but like. A lot of the passes he forces. And there's also a difference between passing well and what Jokic does. Yeah, you know, right. Jokic is on a whole different level where it's behind the back. It's where, you, like, the, the basketball is just, like, behind his head. Just, like, flips mm-hmm. over to the other side. And they're, they're really... Wizard. He really is a wizard. Sadly, not a Washington wizard, but a, a wizard in his <laughs> own sense. Um. And funny enough, I don't think we we've given a lot of I've given at least personally a lot of hate on Bam Adebayo here in on this podcast, and I think it's a it's a pretty good matchup for him because Jokic the one flaw that you can point to is that his defense is subpar. So I think during this series we saw it in Game One how how Bam Adebayo kind of was pretty much open for a layup almost the whole game, or a little jump shot or something. And I think he's going to be very valuable in this series if the Heat want to win a couple of these games. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he put up big numbers like on the stat sheet, mm-hmm. so so good for him there. But you know, when you look at it, he's taking twenty five shots. Yeah, he made over not half a, of not them. really a recipe, right? But like most of them are inside looks. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. At least he can get the the inside looks he did have a plus mi- no one had a plus positive plus minus on the miami heat he did have a minus six but i think you know if you're shooting f- 50 plus throughout the whole series field goal percentage uh mm-hmm. that's a that's a good good recipe to get 
so hopefully some offense going. The issue was with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he was off. And it, t- it just seemed like he wasn't shooting enough either. Only 14 shots in this game. We just talked about Adebayo getting 25. Gabe Vincent shot the same amount of shots as Jimmy Butler. And Hayward Highsmith, the guy that showed up out of out of nowhere the past uh, from two weeks ago, he's outscored Jimmy Butler, taking four less shots than him. Yeah, I mean, it, like it makes sense why he didn't come out firing on all cylinders. Like you just had this grueling seven game series in which it was a roller coaster of emotions. Like you were up three zero, we thought you were coasting to the finals, and then you let him all the way back in and win a game seven on the road and then you gotta turn around and go to denver so it's good thing they had that flight this ready. was like yeah <laughs> i all right we can talk about i, I loved it up to the, you that was the, I was <laughs> the the tweets about like miami having a flight ready before game seven even started to denver like yeah no shit they did the what were they gonna do if they team, won <laughs> right yeah if they didn't have if, what were they gonna like scramble to find a last minute flight yeah no that's ridiculous like i don't like they're a professional basketball team they could just cancel the flight and eat the fee yeah like, i don't understand why that was such a like i'm sure the Celt the celtics might have had a flight too well the Celt the, the thing is the celtics would have had home court so that's why the Celtics. there's no report oh, okay. that the celtics had a flight if the celtics wouldn't have home court i'm sure they would have had a flight too i think every game seven it when it comes like, especially, they had, what, three days, four days to go yeah. and play another basketball game? So you got to get to Denver, especially with that altitude we talked about. Yeah, they're not going to go back to Miami and yeah. then back to Denver. So that, like, that was just one of those things on Twitter where, like, oh, like, this is so badass. And it's like, not really. <laughs> it's like the packing one suit thing. It's like, well, then you just rewear it, I guess. Like What, on draft night? Move. <laughs> No, like, you know how, like, the Michael Jordan, like, they go to Utah for game six and seven, and he only packs one suit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, got before it. the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's only prepared to dress up once. It's, like, sick. <laughs> yeah, good for you, man. Well, the, so, they're going to need, back to the actual game. I'm glad you got that off your chest. I agree. I think that the whole flight stuff. It's, it's just one of those things where, like, Twitter just takes it and runs. Like, the idiots just take it and run with it. Oh, it's like so when Bleacher Report for it too. It's a picture of Jimmy Butler on the bench, like, smiling when they're losing. It's like, Jimmy's already cooking up for game six. <laughs> All smiles going about. into game six. <laughs> All smiles. <laughs> it's like, what's he supposed to do? Sit there? Oh, that's the, I think, what I was talking about when we did the Shanghai and the Guangdong Tigers uh, last episode that the like Julius Randle he's not all smiles at the end uh, <laughs> of, game, of game six like he's, he's the mopey. one just moping he also looks like he's like he's a frog crackhead. oh okay yeah I could say crackhead too it's the uh, hair the hair is a little it's a little much but that that's a different face where it's just like but you don't see Bleacher Report posting that. It's like, oh, Julius Randle looks like a frog going into game six. <laughs> yeah, it, it's almost gotten to the point where we've given Jimmy Butler, like, too much credit. To the point where he can just, like, win games at will if he wants to. Well, have you noticed that nobody... Where's the bashing? Where's the oh, Jimmy no. Butler slander? 
if Jason is this is Jason Tatum game one of the NBA Finals, there. Uh, <laughs> There's so many tweets about how much he's a fraud and how they're, they're yeah. going to get swept. And yeah, I mean, he did just win a game seven on the road. Yeah, I guess so. But and, all right, the other thing that has been overblown is that Caleb Martin getting should have gotten MVP over him. Like, look at the numbers. Yeah, we did this Butler on the pod. So you, you shut me up quick. I was ready to argue, but like you were like, just read it, read the numbers. Just look at it. I like and, lifted up on stat because I didn't know. I was like, yeah, Martin's been like pretty good the last few games. So I looked it up on StatMuse, and in like every category, Butler's was significantly better. The the other thing is when you look at like the history of this, and this game one is the exact reason why you don't give a guy like Caleb Martin the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Fine, MVP. I think I I was blinded. I will admit. I'll put my hand up. I was blinded by how much I hated it. It felt it felt like every shot was going. It felt like his field goal percentage was a thousand percent. And I think it was was. every shot. Oh, you think so? (laughs) And uh, but that's I think why I was I was kind of rooting for him to get MVP. It would have been a good story. But now in a game Mm. like this, he comes out with a three bomb, shooting. One for seven. Not what you not what you need from a player that dramatically helped them during this Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, but he like he wasn't even starting until like game five or six of the Eastern Conference Finals. Like it's not like he's one of their best players. You need guys like that in the playoffs to just come out of nowhere. Talk about the the weird Twitter takes is I I already saw a take. I'm sure it's Chris Boucher. I mean, that's why I'm just guessing because he just has wild ass takes that I've noticed recently. And there's been a take. It was like, oh, I mean, Caleb Martin. I'd rather have him than a than a healthy Tyler Hero right now. It's like, All right, <laughs> come on, come on. Now. No, you actually would not. No, yeah, I, I yeah, I actually, bet, no. I bet you you would. <laughs> and the best is like they try to go like, oh, like with with Tyler Hero's injury, like now now that's wide opened up for Caleb Martin and everything, and it's like. Yeah, but you'd rather have Tyler Hero on the floor. Yeah. Ten times out of ten. In every series, in every game. It's like, and we've talked about this before, and sometimes we do it, but the recency bias, particularly in the NBA media, is out of control. It's the it's definitely Literally the worst one. It's the worst one it by the far. Worst one. I mean, the NFL's rough because it's like, you have the whole week to talk about it, but I don't know what it is about the NBA that, like, after every game... I don't know like either. A, it's, everything that you knew before that game, you've forgotten. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's like it's like an NBA amnesia. It's like none of these yeah. guys, like you don't remember. Base, and I think it's because the regular season is so long that it's like Ugh. all these moments happen, and it's but they're all like in the grand scheme of things, they're all like forgettable, almost. The only ones that matter. Yeah, it's like the, the regular the season doesn't get much attention. Yeah, so when it comes and then. We just forget everything about the regular, and this is also Miami Heat making the finals is a perfect reason why it the, the regular seed doesn't regular season even matter. Yeah. Like they're the eight seed. Let's for sure. Let's throw out every, the Bucks won like twenty more games than them, and they beat them in five. And I know Giannis mm. was injured, but I don't know. So going on uh, to to next game, also the shooting percentages from the Denver Nuggets. I just want to read it out to you. Jokic 66%, Murray 50%, Aaron Gordon 70%. Bruce Brown 57%. At, Porter was the only one who was off. Yeah, Porter was a little off. 
but he he still made five I mean, five sixteen thirty one. It's not very good, but it's not. He got thirteen boards. He's he. There's no one with his size on the Miami Heat, like to just match up against him. There, you're gonna have to put uh, that, like the mix of size and skill. It, it's ter- it's terrible on the other side. No, it's it's really bad, and honestly, with even though they came back a couple times, made it ten. It kind of felt like when the Celtics were doing that in Game Seven or Game Three mm-hmm. or whenever, when they would just like creep up a little bit, and then Miami would take care of business. It's, the, I think the difference is the Nuggets come in here into this Finals with the same game plan they've had the whole off season, the whole or the mm-hmm. whole postseason against every team. It's the same. It, we're running the same stuff. We know exactly what we're doing. And I think Miami, since they had to go off this zone and they their, their size matchups aren't as good and, you know, they're not facing the fumbling Celtics that just lose offense every every minute, that they kind of have lost – like, they are kind of scrambling, in my opinion, of what they're – like, what are they going to do? If they don't have Caleb Martin hitting these shots or Duncan Robinson hitting some shots or Struess hitting anything, then they don't really have any other answers. Because it's not going to be Zeller. Zeller is going to be roasted every time he gets in there. And Adebayo is, uh, is you know, he's going to get cooked defensively and hopefully do do well offensively. Yeah, and, and it's the same problem that everyone's had this whole playoffs with Denver. And mm-hmm. that's why they're in the finals right now and the heavy favorite. No one's beaten them at home yet. No. So there is a part of me that's like, all right. Like, let's pump the brakes a little bit because they're undefeated at home. They've they're lost three games. Heavy favorites to win. They're heavy favorites to win both these first home two games. So, like, let's take it easy. You're probably going back 2-0 or 0-2 to Miami. Either Like, that's what you expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other part of me is like, well, we also talked about issues with this matchup before the series even started. And now we just see it on display, and it just, like, confirms what we predicted would happen. It's like, all right, this series is already over. Yeah, there's definitely... And I think... I mean, you can say, if you just look at box score-wise, you just... If you do some... We do some math here, which I know we're not big fans of the podcast. But Jimmy Butler scores you 13, and they lost by 11. Jimmy can get to 25, 26, <laughs> boom. You're right. You're the Miami Heat are right in the game. And, of course, <laughs> other factors are going to happen. Like Aaron Gordon can score more. Michael Porter Jr. can, can, he can score 20. Any, any or the night. shots that other people are making aren't yeah, are going in the first place because Butler is taking those shots. That's instead. true. So there's a lot of factors to it. But there is a world where if they can keep the, – the, the key for the Heat, in my opinion, would be keeping – Gordon's numbers down. 16 was on 70% shooting was a lot for him. And he was just bully balling mm. the people out there. Yeah, he um, was. Hopefully, Porter Jr. can continue to sh- struggle from his shots for, for them. And don't let any of these random Caldwell Pope, Bruce Brown. I don't, I'm, I'm not really scared of Jeff Green or Christian Brown, but Bruce Brown or Caldwell Pope, make sure they don't pop off and just. Like, Jokic is going to get what he's going to get. And Murray, 
is most likely going to get what he's going to get. So if you can just try to eliminate the surrounding players and you need to, but the, the issues is you need to have one of those performances like they've had against the Celtics where Caleb Martin scoring mm-hmm. 16 off 50% shooting and Duncan Robinson has six or three threes. You, you need something like that. And you definitely can't have 21 minutes of Max Struess getting cooked. Yeah. I, I almost feel like they should just, this sounds crazy, but put less attention on Jokic and like let him make him score all the points and then like shut down everybody else. Cause like that's, when I you think it. about like the old Cavs teams and even the Heat sometimes with LeBron. But like LeBron would put up these crazy numbers and they would still lose. Like if you take away the passing lanes as best as possible, like yeah, make the other guys beat you. all the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's no way to defend him. No, there is no way. He to will defend just him. beat you. He'll find a way. Like if 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 you make him beat you alone, he'll probably still beat you alone. Yeah, he'll just put up fifty. He doesn't care. So <laughs> I don't know, and we've seen him do that in these playoffs mm-hmm. where he carried them so i don't i don't know although i think the game he scored 50 they lost yeah it was against the the t-wolves right it was that overtime game that of the suns he uh he scored 43 oh, in the loss to minnesota oh, wait okay. well then maybe that maybe that's the factor so let's let's look right, at all yeah. the all the law lo- they have only had three losses in this whole postseason and the two Suns There was one won. Suns game. It was game three or four. Game, uh, yeah, game four. Series tied 2-2. Suns win by five points. Jokic has 53. Yeah. So that's, that's, you're right. That might be the recipe. That's the recipe. That's in the other loss, he got 30, which, and Jamal Murray had 32. So really, that, that one, I mean, you got to have, yeah, and the other one, issue Murray had 28. So it's the other squids. The other issue with this is when we're looking at this, we are also have to remember that Kevin Durant and Devin Booker both dropped 47 and 39. <laughs> <laughs> or Shit. yeah, they there's just that ain't happening for the Heat. There's yeah, not gonna, no, there's not going to be any play. Yeah, you can't you're not going to like win a high scoring battle. No, that, and that's like you're not going to win one twenty eight to one twenty five. That's what ever. I was saying with the Celtics because they can't score that many in Game Seven. I remember when we were previewing it, I was like, if they score a hundred and fifteen points, the Heat aren't going to be able to catch up. They just don't. Right, yeah. They simply don't have enough scores for it. And maybe that's maybe that's it. Maybe we're talking ourselves, and this is going to be a really short series because. The Denver Nuggets have been able to show all year long and throughout the playoffs that they can score in high numbers and score past 115 or, you know. Their their only chance, I think, is that Denver has an off night shooting the basketball at home. Well, yeah, because they need one. They have to win every game in Miami. Yeah. But But we've also seen that Miami— We've seen that Miami has not been a, you know, a home crowd that, that has put fear into anyone's eyes. No. But at least you don't have to deal, like, the Nuggets' only losses are on the road. 
Yeah, well, yeah, it is got you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I also think the altitude definitely helps. I mean, I'm guessing that they're staying in Denver. I mean, why would why mm-hmm. would they move? And yeah. just getting used to that, maybe it'll help a little bit. But I don't know. Look, I mean, they they just swept a good Lakers team. Now they're facing this Miami team that, of course, I mean, made it to the finals. They are the eighth seed though, and a lot of their players are undrafted guys that had to step up in big moments. So. Yeah, at some point the magic runs out. Yeah, the clock strikes midnight. At some point that the the talent differential is too great. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. TCU making the national championship. Yeah, pretty much. And maybe maybe this is what would have happened if Giannis was healthy in the first round. Uh, but we'll see. And we're also yeah. we're playing into we were just talking well, about overreacting. Healthy for games four and five, and they still lost. Yeah, we're getting we're getting out of control here. We we are getting a little overreacted. Uh, the the this is. Just to end it off on this discussion is that this is how it's supposed to be. They're supposed to win the first two games at home, the Denver Nuggets, and then we'll the the series starts in Miami. See if the the Heat can defend mm-hmm. themselves. I I don't I don't know I don't know if there's really a chance for Game Two, but you know sometimes these guys just have better shooting nights and whatever. And I've been proven wrong by the. It's Miami. a make or miss league. Yeah. So shots go in. Sometimes it's just your night. That's we. I could have hopped on the podcast and just said that and called it a day. Hey, we could have wrapped this up. Twenty five minutes of crap. Just be, <laughs> we just been like, yeah, you know. Sometimes you just the ball doesn't go in the basket. <laughs> simple right. game. It really is. It really is a simple game. You make it complicated. It's a simple game. <laughs> have you before we move on? Have you seen? Did you see the quote from Jokic? Where in his pre-draft stuff, it, it surfaced on Twitter the other day, and mm-hmm. he's talking about somebody asked him like, "How do you keep up with like why didn't you want to play college?" Basically, and he was like, "Oh, everyone in college is is too fast, I jump too high, <laughs> and like I just play." And he goes like, "I just play basketball," and the, the reporter was like, "So how do you think like you're gonna be able to keep up?" If you're not as fast or you can't jump as high, and he's like, because I play basketball, and like he has like that, <laughs> he's got that European accent, so it makes him sound like it makes yeah. him sound even goofier, and he's just like, like play basketball, yeah, yeah, and he's just like, I pass the ball to my open teammates, and they score, <laughs> and if they don't score, I get a layup. <laughs> it was a pretty great, great. I'm not doing this justice, but it was a pretty great, great clip. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look that up. Also, can we talk yeah, about I mean, the that's ESPN? Like what he is. He's not a freak athlete. He's just a basketball player. Yeah, he just balls. Fundamentally perfect. I know. And as we said earlier, just unguardable. Literally, literally, he can't jump or he's as fast as anyone else, but he can't be guarded. <laughs> yes. Doesn't make any sense. Also, for predictions of who gets sent to Shanghai after this series, there's a big target on Caleb Martin. He is uh just, I mean Struce. Struce too. Both these guys. That I love was horrendous. Cause he Struce posts on Instagram because he was on the Celtics for their training camp and got waived. And he posted that report mm. on his Instagram. And oh. people today where I saw tweets and said Struce trying to get waived again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. all right he, like he's not that good no 
No, he's really not. He, I mean, he it worked as it worked against the Celtics, and he got his revenge, I guess. But mm-hmm. no, you're right. I mean, right. he averaged he averaged eleven points on thirty five percent from three in the regular season. Yeah, that's pretty poopy. Yeah, <laughs> that is pretty poopy. It it's so weird. Like they had a terrible regular season. The Miami Heat. Mm. They they were not They're offensively good at all. Disgustingly awful. Yeah. Can't believe they freaking beat the team. All right. <laughs> Let's. Uh, at least you have like others. It's not like they beat you in the first round and then they got stomped. Yeah, that's true. The They're Bucks in the and the Knicks are saying the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Like, what happened? I don't know. I don't know. All right. You want to do? You want to update the people on some baseball? Think we think we hit everything on game one? Yeah. Uh, you want to do job before we switch sports? Yeah, yeah. I think There's not much to say. We just got a very vague update. Yeah. Can you explain what the update was? Yeah, Adam Silver came out. I'll try to find the exact quote, but he basically came out and was like, "We have more information." Oh wait, wait I got the quote. You the want to read it? Situation. Okay. We've, been, we've uncovered a fair amount of additional information since I was last asked about the situation. We probably could have brought it to a head now, but we made the decision, and I believe that the Players Association agrees with us that it would be unfair for these players and teams in the middle of this series to announce the results of this investigation. Well, I even say that. <laughs> ah, yeah, at that point. <laughs> Just wait. Yeah, exactly. That's actually a great point. Why, why give it out that we have like now? People are just going to be speculating it, anyways. You've already addressed it to. You've already brought it to a head. Like you said, oh, I don't yeah, want to bring right. it to a head now. You did. You just did it. Yes, right. <laughs> it's like, oh well, we got two days in between. Let's keep people talking about the NBA. I guess, but so. not in a negative way. Please, God. No. But I don't know. Please, God, no, not in a negative way. Like, we have a fair amount of information. I don't know. That could mean good or bad information. Well, now and now it like, comes he's out. He's done some more. He's been bad more. If it was charitable work, they would not have, they'd not have waited. If it was like, oh, John Moran <laughs> has gone to donate it to charity and is working with homeless well, people. Yeah, I don't I'm think they waited like what, in the middle of the finals. What, like, context would make this situation better? I don't think they're no. It's all negative. Okay. Like he's just waving a gun. Yeah, by <laughs> the time. Times. Yeah, I guess. And there's he's pre. It's been pretty public on what's come out. So what could possibly be worse that it's not already public? Yeah. Which maybe is kind of scary to think about. Maybe maybe he's in a gang. So now, but now with this Adam Silver words words of wisdom, I guess it comes out like <laughs> Win Winhurst comes out today. Three hours ago. Indication. Oh, I'm so sick of him. <laughs> Indication. Grizzlies' John Morant is headed for significant suspension. Oh, dear. So, like, now it's already getting leaked. And you know, like, yeah. Winhurst probably knows. Someone told him. He probably does. And Has Woj said anything? I don't think so. I haven't seen anything about it. But, okay. and I like how your reaction to Wendy. Ever since that Rudy Gobert thing, he just thinks he's the king of the world. He thinks he's the king of the NBA. Like every time it's like, and I've I've heard like people like real NBA reporters like Bill Simmons that I listen to and Rosillo and other people that I listen to. They're like, oh, when Winhurst speaks, you gotta listen. 
gotta listen when Win Horse speaks. It's like why? Because he got that Rudy Gobert thing right. I haven't seen him. Well, and he was the one. He was the one that was like, "This was the best performance I've ever seen in a sweep by any team ever." Yes. It's like, dude, get out of here with that. (laughs) (laughs) Please. The ESPN Fox Sports culture is is really just like I don't know. I feel like it's it's I don't know why it hits basketball so hard. Cause there I don't know either. There's this type of stuff. Basketball might be like the most debatable sport. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I could see that. And I think maybe because there's so many like the t- the best, you know, fifteen players are the ones that matter the most. So I guess that's why it's so debatable, like what you can what you can throw it in on. Also, like the positions are the most similar, like across positions. I feel like than any other sport. What do you mean? Well, like comparing like a power forward to a shooting guard versus comparing like middle linebacker to an offensive line yeah yeah yeah. the roles are although they're everyone's like, got to score a bucket and play defense everyone's got to get a bu- right exactly i like that yeah that's fair that makes sense that could be why so i mean anything else with the jaw i i, I don't know what else it, it could be interesting to see if there's other i it sounds like from the quote are there other players involved they said players oh, and teams. that would be electric like, is there, like, a whole scandal going on in the NBA? Is this a mouse in the palace? Oh, no, no, no. No, these players on? and these teams, he means the Nuggets and the Heat. Oh, okay, okay. He doesn't want to distract from the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. That would be electric. Yeah, it's so all of a sudden it's like I don't, I don't hope that other players are involved, Eight teams are, like, teams. just, like, eight teams and players. They're all, they're all joined up. They're going to make their own It's team. like a gun club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like an NRA of basketball. Did you listen to the part of my take where they said they the the Grizzlies should just have bring your gun in Friday, so you don't have to do it on Instagram Live. <laughs> you just have it in the facility and show off your gun to everybody. <laughs> like bring your kid to work day, but bring your yeah. gun to work. Day. And it's like every week you bring your gun on Fridays. Yeah. And, hey, and yeah. Billy Billy was like, "Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> I think we should have Maybe that. have like a little shooting chamber." Yeah, exactly. Have yeah, a range. Like the yeah. Get get his uh get his around for a little bit. literally shoot around. So, yeah, the Friday home shoot around is like with guns, not with basketballs. That's how we do it in Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a players league now. Did you see um big news speaking of FS one, Shannon Sharp is leaving Skip Bayless. Oh, is he really? Yeah, you didn't see that. I'm damn. I'm breaking it to you. After seven years it. with Skip, I saw the thing. I saw the the fake one that was Draymond Green is replacing him. <laughs> did you see he retweeted it? It's like somebody asked. At least he was. That was a good. A the good. actual Draymond did. Yeah, yeah. That there was is a, good a fake Draymond account. account. Oh, I don't um, know. I can't tell anymore. Twitter's not all the verified people. No, I it's impossible. Tell. The the fake AOC account. It's like every time it, it gets me. Oh, really? I know. I've never seen the fake yeah. AOC account. Oh, it's hilarious. But uh, has it really been seven years? That makes me feel old. Yeah, it is pretty wild that it's been seven, seven years. Seven years since first take. And 
it says Fox or Front Office Sports. The headline. I'm not, I didn't read the article, but the headline just says Fox's problem. Nobody wants to work with Skip Bayless. <laughs> Shocking. Honestly, you should just get his wife on there. She's the only one that can deal with him. What's his wife name? It's something weird, right? It's some old uh, ass name. Ernestine. Ernestine, yeah. Ernestine or something. <laughs> yeah, Skip. I just feel like Skip. I mean, it's got to be Skip's time soon off the off the air. How is people like? How are people? Yeah, people still, I mean, like, how are just they still so ridiculous. Yeah, but how are people still falling for it? Who is actually sitting there? Like, oh, I can't wait to see what they say on Undisputed. You wake up. You I don't think I've watched Undisputed once, unless it was like it's on it. TV. Yeah, like, like while like you're getting a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I like who's sitting there like eating their bowl of cereal every morning. Like, man, my favorite show, Undisputed. <laughs> and I guess it's the same thing for First Take and all those other shows. And clearly, yeah. they're popular. But I see clips. To get it. Like I see clips from First Take more than I see clips from Undisputed. Oh, no, you never see clips from Undisputed anymore. Yeah. Unless it's Skip yelling at someone, just, like, nonsensically. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I mean, he's he's insufferable. I hope he sticks around, though, just for, like, the, the things that he posts, like, when he posted him throwing away the Dak Prescott jersey. <laughs> that was one of the funniest videos I've ever seen, because you can see him, like, waiting around the corner. And then I'm assuming that it's Ernstein that's taking the video, and you hear like a, and then he comes around. Like, he's <laughs> waiting for the signal. Yeah, he's waiting for like, it. Oh, throws it in the trash. It is so funny. All right, you want to uh, do a baseball yes, update? He's a turd. Yeah, so we're we're two months in now. Now that we're in June, it'd be you're gonna be good to give an update again since it's. I think it's been a little while. Yeah, we haven't talked baseball Please. in a minute. It's probably because the Phillies suck, and we just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> they they haven't. I but, thought they turned it around. They made it to five hundred when Harper came back. Isn't that what you wanted? Yeah, that was a while ago though. <laughs> they're they're six games under. They just got swept by the Mets. It's Whoa. like everything's bad. They can't like the pitching is horrible. They don't play good fundamental baseball. Like they're bad on defense. Uh, I like every single starting pitcher has an ERA over four, from worse. So I like I don't know what the fix is if there's a fix. It's like none of the none of the guys except for like Harper and Castellanos, I guess, are like actually playing up to their potential. They're so, they're right above a win above the Washington Nationals. Yeah, the Nats been the Nats have been decent. I yeah, mean, for a team that they're be, supposed like, to be one of the worst teams in the league. Athletics or but nobody is as bad as the athletics in it at twelve and forty six. I mean this is this is like a historically bad. Have you seen all the stuff with the, the Oakland A's? I just saw that they're moving. I, like they're moving Yeah. But like they're they're getting screwed by their owner. He basically When is a sorry, when is a move before I I gotta cut you off for a second. When has a move ever not been you're getting screwed over by the owner? Oh, no, yeah, that's 100% true. <laughs> but this oh, is ahead. like, it's like, have you ever seen Major League? No. Movie where the owner dies and the wife takes over and she wants to move the team to Florida. So she, like, cuts all the good players and brings in all these scrubs mm-hmm. so that their attendance goes down. But then they actually start winning. And it's a funny movie. But that's like this in real life. 
Only they're so not winning games. It's not funny, and they're not <laughs> winning. <laughs> it's just sad. So they just gutted their team? Yeah, they, like, there's no recognizable names. And they have, like, guys that used to be on the team are, like, all-stars other places. Like, Matt Olson and Sean Murphy on the Braves are, like, two of their best players on oh. the best team in the National League. And, like... At Chapman's in Toronto having a great year. And it's just, it's it's very sad. But they are, yeah, they're terrible. If you have 46 um, losses and what, about 100 games to go, can you just can the season? You're like, all right, sorry, Stop playing. Yeah, like, I, we, we really, we weren't here. Like, them and the Royals, they're just going to tap out. Hey, guys. Yeah, the Royals are like, the Royals are lucky that the A's exist because they've been incredibly bad too and, and in any normal year they'd be the worst team in the league by far they are but this oakland team is like possibly one of the the worst teams ever they are 24 games behind the al west <laughs> the the rangers in the top of the al west 24 games and it's june it's june <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah they gotta play till october it's ridiculous it's literally like a triple-A team playing the majors. And they That's get, awful. like, seven fans a game. And there's all, like, I was watching the game the other day because they were playing the Braves, and the fans in, like, right center field, there's a, a railing, and they all, there's, like, ten banners about the owner. It's like, Fisher sucks, like, sell, sell. There's a guy sitting behind home plate with a shirt that just says sell. So I feel their pain. I've been there, but at least like this is the first time I might ever defend Dan Snyder. But at least Snyder wanted to win. Yeah, he and, never like, gave wanted up. to be in DC. Yeah, <laughs> he never, he never came. gave up. For better years, he never gave up. Hey, Chris, if you, but, want, to, if you want to see your Phillies, five dollars. Yeah, to go. Is oh, it really let's go to Oakland. Five bucks. Oh, to I, play in Oakland? I thought you yeah. meant they, they play in DC tonight, but. Oh no! Sorry, sorry. No, yeah. In, in I mean, there are probably people like you have to like pay people. Yeah, who the hell's buying these tickets to take these tickets? I don't know. It's like the super super loyal fans, which is probably like a hundred, and then Oakland as a city has been screwed. Yeah, that's it's a dead sports town. They've lost Raiders. They've lost the A's now. The Warriors. The Warriors went across the bay. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Dude, I'm looking know, at. I don't know what to say. I'm looking at pictures from the from an A's game. Dude, how like how why even bother operating as an MLB team? <laughs> you should play it like a AAA ballpark. Yeah, I was gonna say like they should just cover up half these seats. Yeah. The, uh, I think it's the Portland Pickles minor league team. They tweeted out the other day that they're officially averaging more attendance than the A's are. These pictures are devastating. This is like yeah, COVID no, year. Sad. I know. Man, I feel bad for the A's. <clears throat> it is sad. And like it sucks for the players too. But it sucks for the fans most of all. But... I don't, I don't know what it's there, there is to say about them. Yeah, that's brutal. All right, so what's some surprises that have happened throughout the MLB season? Uh, well, the Rays 
still the best team in baseball. They were not supposed to be. They're still chugging along. They've cooled off a little bit, but they're still... Actually, I think they just got... No, they lost two or three clubs, but they've been the best team consistently. So I don't know who the favorite would be to win the World Series is right now, but they're up there. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks are now tied with the Dodgers for first place in the NL West, which is shocking because they were they were a team that was kind of like a keep your eye on them team. Like maybe they can make some noise and. Now they're up there with the team that wins the division every single year. So, and you never hear about them. the Diamondbacks. Oh no, they're irrelevant. That's that's good. I always like whenever the irrelevant team is starts getting hot, especially like, in baseball because it's so rare. It's just dominated by the big market teams a lot. Yeah, so, it seems like it's baseball cool is the rarest, where it's like oh, yeah, well because there's no salary yeah. cap. Yeah, so all the bum teams and it's like the bum. owners are like the cheapest owners ever. But speaking of cheap owners, the the Rays are one of them. They just don't spend that much money. I don't think they can though. And the Orioles have a cheap ass owner, but they have one of the best records in the league too. I don't know if you've been. I know you went to an Orioles game. Yeah, I went to a game. But... I uh, I wasn't. <clears throat> I still haven't been paying attention very much, but it was fun to see them. Watched them. I watched them against the A's, and yeah. it was a good time. It's a fun time. Are they, yeah, uh, so they they've been awesome. Like they were they were another one where different team. Oh yeah, where like they were supposed to take another step forward this year, but they've definitely exceeded expectations without spending much money at all. So hopefully it, they'll actually make a big splash at the deadline and next off season and become a real contender. It's funny though too because there was a lot of hype going in this year about the Orioles, and they're still <clears> sort of exceeding. <laughs> that hype yeah no they weren't supposed to be this good so that's always good really like i don't know what their fans thought but from an outsider's perspective i didn't think they'd be 14 games over 500 in june that's really impressive that whole division is yellow i was gonna say the al east is a dog fight the the last place red sox would be half a game out of the first place in the al central yeah which is great. They'd be in first they, place in that. Also. I was just going to say, I'm looking at it too. They, they'd be first place. That's crazy. It is crazy. I, uh, my Cleveland Guardians are not having a hot start to the year. They're also six hey, games it's only under 500. They'll be fine. They'll, be, they'll still so, be... I, it's, it is still, like, still a lot of season left. Uh, but yeah, not a good start for them. So with the AL East, with these teams, how many realistically can make the playoffs? Well, like possibly it's three. Wow! So, like, so six like to make the playoffs. So this keeps chugging along. Like we could have the Red Sox have a great record, be a couple games over five hundred, and just not even close to making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, so right now you'd have Tampa, Minnesota, and Texas would be your division winners, and then your wild cards would be. Baltimore, New York, and Houston, it looks like. So you'd have the Red Sox and the Blue Jays would miss the playoffs, even though they're over 500. Brutal. Over 500 at the end of the season, like, there's a bunch of teams that end up, like, I don't know. Well, the Phillies were 87 and 75 and just made the playoffs. Like, 84 and 78. Like, that 
will always miss the playoffs. That's fair. So you got to be at least like 15 games over 500 generally to make the playoffs. But that is the only division where every team is over 500. Never see that. <clears throat> All right. So Yankees, any other? Oh, like they're they're middle of the pack, right on the Orioles, right above the Blue Jays. Is this? I mean, disappointment? Is they're they heating up or what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, they were they were in last place in that division for a little bit, but they've they've picked it up. I mean, they're ten games over five hundred right now, so like it looks bad because they're in third place. But you put them in any other division, and they're they're doing just fine. I, now it's going to be interesting who actually ends up winning that division, though, because the Yankees are probably the most talented team. Damn, the, pi- like, the Pirates are still Rays just. Yeah, they're hanging on by a thread. They're there. They stink. <laughs> they're not good. Uh, there's a couple teams like that. Like, the Marlins are 29-28. They've just won every single one-run game. They're not actually a good baseball team. The NL Central is Pirates such like, like that. A, a... It's such a loser division. Jesus. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. That is, like... Chicago is supposed to be decent. They're, like, the Detroit's... only name-brand... Oh. Thing, the only the only name brand team on there. Yeah, and even then they're like the second team in Chicago. Yeah, and like the only reason why people knew about them is because they didn't win for like 160 years or whatever. <laughs> finally won. No, that was the Cubs. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, wait, oh, you're looking at the NL Central? Yeah, yeah. Well, the Cardinals are a big, big name team. Are they? Yeah. All right. I'll take your word for it. I thought you were looking at the AL Central. That's a loser division. Yeah, that is also a loser division. Yeah, they got... Yeah, that's pretty bad. (laughs) That's that's pretty... (laughs) It's an unfair game. It really is. So, do we think the the Rangers... Do you think they're taking that... Like, I mean, of course it's June. But do you think they're going to be able to keep up with the Astros? I, I think the Astros are better from top to bottom, but I do think this Rangers team is legit. Like, they just have guys that mash. And if they're, as long as their starting pitching can hold up the rest of the season, like, they should be a playoff team. I guess, like, that's not a super bold prediction when they're 15 games over 500. But just, like, looking at this team, and it seems like all of their, like their younger pieces have stepped up into good roles. Their free agent signings are working out, so like everything's going right right now. So unless the the wheels completely fall off, they're they're set up well. But Houston's the more talented team, like yeah. pretty significantly. Yeah, that makes sense. So I guess the last question I got, baseball wise, is can the Phillies can they make a turnaround? Yeah, I believe. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you don't believe that, then what are you doing? Yeah, but, then what's the point? I, they stink. They can't hit. Like, even on nights where they get a good start, which is not that often, like, they can't hit to back it up. It just sucks. Like, they always, they're always making stupid errors or stupid mistakes on the bases. It's just not good baseball. And I don't know, like, what you can't, you can't fire the manager again. Mm-hmm. If you do a World Series, like they did last year, that was the fix. They fired Girardi, and then everything worked out. But 
you know, the guy who took over for him is the guy who got you the World Series. Not just gonna fire him and fix everything, but I don't know what they need. They need a wake up call. They need a wake up call. That's for sure. <laughs> I, it's, it, the you thing about getting swept by the like, Mets would be a wake up call. Yeah, um, well, that's literally like every series. It's like, all right, this is rock bottom, and there have been like five or six rock bottoms this year. Damn. And I just and it's I, already I don't it's know. only June. Yeah, it's only June. It's been five or six rock bottoms. That's brutal. But then they'll have like they'll give you a glimmer of hope. Like they played, they lost the first two games to the Diamondbacks, and it was just after they won a series against the Cubs. And it was like, ah, oh, here we go again. And then Trey Turner, who's been awful, it's a two-run homer to tie the game, and then they went into extra innings. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this is it. Like this is the turnaround point. Yeah. And they go and they split with the Braves, and then they get swept by the Mets. It's like, well, never mind. We're just waiting for a new new turning point on the season well hopefully the nationals we uh hopefully your phillies can take care of it you want to go to that game on sunday no just random but oh no because i have an i have my own baseball game have i talked about my baseball yet no what's going on i'm playing playing the men's league this summer really yeah so we got games on sundays oh that's awesome i played my first game last sunday we won twenty to four, I think. What's the team? Like, what's the name? The Chesapeake Stars. Nice. So it's like some some of the guys that I played high school ball with, and then some of some guys that like used to play at South River, like a couple years before I did, and then other guys that don't know where they came from. But what's the age range? N. What? N. Just eighteen plus. <laughs> yeah, so cool. Yeah. I mean, the pitcher that we faced the other day looked like he was forty-five. Nice. That's awesome. They had, like though. high schoolers on the team too, so I don't know. Are you? Uh, you guys the crabs? Or the stars? stars. I was yeah. gonna say, man. All right, I'm trying to find if you guys have the website or anything. Because if you guys, well, have... I yeah, I don't know what the that'd be crazy. Or league name is even. Chesapeake Baseball Association. Chesapeake men's that, senior baseball. Like children. All right, we'll, see, we'll figure it out. I can check our, our chat at some point. Yeah, check it out. That's awesome. So you got a game on Sunday. <laughs> Who are you guys facing? Yeah. I don't know, but apparently they were like the uh, second best team last year. Uh-oh, a true test. A wake-up call. So, yeah, so like all these guys have been on the team, and this is my – I played my first game the other day, but – yeah, it should be a wake-up <laughs> call. Yeah, get first first one of the season. <laughs> so did you win your first game? Uh, yeah, we crushed him. Nice, nice. I got to hit my first at-bat, too, which I was surprised. Okay, they're the two-time defending champions. Oh, okay. Huge yeah. test coming up. The Chesapeake yeah, Stars. But they have, to, they have to come to us. It's our home park. Nice. Where do you guys play? Galesville. Oh, how far is that? Like 15, 20 minutes south. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Cool. Well, that's awesome. So, uh, any other MLB baseball updates you got? Uh, I think that was it. Oh, the Padres I didn't talk about. They've sucked, too. They're like the Phillies. Yeah, they should have a good roster, right? They have... 
possibly like the best lineup in the league. Have four games under Machado, although I think Machado's hurt now. Soto, Bogarts, Tatis. and Tatis. Tatis is back. And yeah, they just they just underperform. That's who they are though. Like, even they're, last year they got in the fiddle. playoffs. They are, yeah. The little brother. They'll always be little brother. That's brutal. It's brutal. Alright, we have well, crap, we have a top five to do. Didn't even realize. I was going to wrap it up. Yeah, we, we, we pack this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this we, pod tight. Somehow. We always do. So that's a not-so-great transition, but we're going <laughs> to our top five. This week, uh, shout-out Nick Merton. If you saw him on the – you've seen him on the the pod before, but he, he gave the suggestion. He's living the life right now. In Bay, yeah. He's all over the Bay. place on that. Yeah, travel. He's, so he's, going, <laughs> he's going all over the place. Uh, on his cruise. So in, in in light of him, he commented, I tweeted out, I need an idea for our top fives. And he said vacation spots. So we're, we I switched it up. Bucket list vacation spots. Place you've never been to. Place you want to go. And Chris, start us off. Where do you want to go? Oh, I get to start? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, um, This has been my number one since middle school, which is Tahiti. An Ooh, island in the middle of the yeah. Pacific Ocean. I learned about it in French class because I guess it's French-owned island. But if you've never seen what Tahiti looks like, I would look it up. It's got. I'm those, looking at it right now. The little huts that go out onto the water, and it's literally like out in the middle of nowhere in the ocean. This is paradise. So Jeez. it's it's like a real getaway. But yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, it's basically like so an been, island. I've been wanting to go here since I learned about it. It looks like an island resort off of Jurassic Park. Yeah, basically. It's like out where Bora Bora is. It's a great first pick, Chris. It's a solid first pick. I, I love the tiki huts that you see when you yes. Google when you Google it. That just that aurora and like that atmosphere. You can't go wrong with that. You know? Nope. All right. When I when I think of vacation, I think of yeah. a spot where like you are completely away from everything. Yeah, I like that a lot. So I'm taking a, a different route on the first pick. Uh, I need to see some sightseeing, and I need to go. I guess I've already been to I've already been to one motherland in Ireland, so I decided I need to go to the other one, go to Rome. Yeah, Rome would be cool. Yeah. I know some kids that studied abroad in Rome this semester, and that seemed like an amazing time. A couple of my buddies, they, they just graduated uh, college, class of 2024, like, or 2023, like you, and they decided we're going to make this like a three-week, almost four-week trip all across Europe mm. where they're just backpacking and uh, staying cool. at hostels and stuff. And they were yeah. in Rome. And I was very jealous. They ate. There's like apparently a restaurant right next to the Coliseum that they're eating, looking out into the Coliseum. Um, That's know, cool. Just, just all the historical sites there. Just walking around the city, seeing what it's all about. That's what uh. That's that's that would be my top pick. Yeah, that's that's definitely a good pick. Uh, I don't have a lot of Europe on my list. I have I have a good mix. I have a good mix of a lot of things. I'm excited to see where these lists go. I yeah. Uh, my second pick is going to be Thailand. 
Thailand. Ever seen pictures of like the Thailand beaches? No. no. Like the cliffs and stuff, dude. It is. It's incredible. Thailand beaches. You remember like the picture of Cliff Kingsbury when he got yes. fired from the Cardinals yeah. and he just went to Thailand? Uh-huh. Like that's all you need to know. Wow. This that island's is, like out there. Too. I can see where your theme is coming in. All these yeah. resorty places. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, my I have Thailand's a, not like as much of a resort as like Tahiti and I guess my next pick. Eh, I'll switch my list around, but it's I don't know. I feel like it'd be like a huge cultural difference too, though. Yeah, and I'm sure. I mean, like, not the whole world. Like, not the not the whole world. Not the, all of Thailand is like this. This is just by their cliffs and stuff. Mm. My yeah, right. One of my that's fraternity like when brothers, you say like you're going to Mexico. Thailand. Shout out Vin. Oh really? Yeah, he he, he took like a from or went. No, from from Thailand. Okay, that's pretty cool. He uh he did a one semester here at USC and decided for that one semester mm. that he wanted to pledge. Wanted the true American experience. <laughs> so, uh, and he was a he was a trooper. He was awesome. Yeah. But Thai, I'm looking at other pictures, not just the beaches in Thailand. This place looks awesome. I gotta go visit Vin. Yeah. Well, it's also like it's like not a part of the world that you'd probably ever go to. Yeah. Like South Asia. Mm-hmm. And like that part of South Asia too. Like maybe you go to like India or China, but like. Vietnam and Cambodia, like, no one's really going to those places. Like, Malaysia. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, it looks like an awesome place to be. Alright, my number two is the Star Wars land in Disney World. <laughs> uh, I think it's officially, it's called the Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> and I want to go. Ever since it's been released, uh, it's uh, in uh, Orlando, uh, Florida, and I want to go and I want to spend all my money there in, <laughs> there in Disney. I gotta see pictures. I didn't even know that this existed. Holy crap! That Millennium Falcon is cool. Yeah, it's like they re- like basically just like made a little Star Wars world in Orlando, Florida. All right, yeah, that looks awesome. And they have like they have the cantina that you can go in. I guess you're guessing order That's drinks cool. and stuff. Like I'd, it, I'd buy a lightsaber. They have like a lightsaber crafting area. I'd buy a lightsaber, build my own. I, I'd spend so much money here. <laughs> so that's why it had to be on the bucket Yeah, list. I honestly think that this would obliterate my bank account. Oh yeah, it would be over. I, I'd go. I'd go in there. It'd be like going to Vegas. Would be going there. Be like, all right, I have, <laughs> I have three grand where i'm just gonna waste <laughs> on on purpose here <laughs> that's what you would have to do you'd have to set aside this money and be like i'm gonna spend all this money oh well, yeah i'm gonna spend it all so if you on- go and you're like oh like should i buy this like then you wouldn't experience it no you just gotta go in like, like oh the, a five dollar star wars cookie but it has yoda on it yeah sure why not make it ten dollars <laughs> why not you know like just try try everything and do everything yeah. that's there. I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad I turned quick. you on it. You laughed at first and immediately you, well, yeah. switched it out. Because no, I laughed because we went from Thailand yeah. to Star Wars world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
Um, this one a little more like, obtainable. Is it like Harry Potter Land. One. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's like the it's like the universal I go to Harry, Harry Potter, Potter Land. Land. I've, been do, to, do, I've been to I've been to Harry Potter Land. Good time. What? Yeah, like the one in uh, Universal, right? Yeah, I've never been. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm sure I think they've upgraded it since I've been, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that's I'll throw that on my list as an honorable mention. All right. The uh the I will say this Disney one a little more feasible than some of the other ones that we're talking about. Or a little not feasible, yeah. <laughs> but I guess realistic in our in a future time frame of like I don't know. Definitely more realistic than Tahiti. Yeah. Yeah. Or Thailand too, probably. These are, these are long flights. Same with I mean anything. Alright, moving. Yeah, go, let's move on. Next number three. I guess, yeah. On number three, this is a definitely a very different pick. I have I want to go to Alaska. I put Fairbanks on there just so I had a city. Okay. The Alaska's Northern fun. Northern Lights is something that you've been to Alaska. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did go. Yeah, I went on a cruise after our high school graduation. Oh, I guess. Yeah, that's right. It was the summer before, I think, because after our high school was COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alaska's but a good time. Seeing like seeing the Northern Lights is something that I've always wanted to do, and just like being out in those mountains, seeing the rivers and the lakes and stuff, I think would be awesome. Be incredibly peaceful. The coolest part, because when you're on the when you're on the cruise, it's like you know you go to all like these towns and like these touristy things, mm-hmm. and like that's great and all. The coolest part was when we drove through Glacier Bay on the the cruise, and mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the hot tub on the the top deck, and just around me is a bunch of glaciers. Yeah, it was, it was really sick. There, yeah, that is cool. I, I love see any whales. I, I saw some whales, not not a ton, just saw some whales. And the coolest thing though, we went to a bear like sanctuary, mm-hmm. and they had uh they had a bunch of grizzly bears that were I guess like something happened to them in the wild and they need to be taken care of or whatever. And they're just kind of in these pits. You like kind of walk, uh, like it, I mean it's like a zoo, but you're looking down. Instead of like straight forward at the animal, and it was really cool mm. just seeing all the the wild like they had a bunch of bald eagles there, um, oh, know, yeah. all the wildlife and stuff was awesome. Uh, that does sound awesome. But you're right, a lot of cool scenery, good peaceful peaceful vibes. Um, fun time, fun time going to Alaska. All right, number three, I'm going to Tokyo. No, Tokyo is so crowded. That's the one thing I'm a little worried about. My, my one, my roommate next year was into. It, it seemed like a, was this just me or did like everyone go on vacation, like overseas? Yeah, well, it's, really fancy. I think like your second junior semester is the normal time to, to study abroad. It wasn't even study abroad. All these people are just going on vacation. Oh, just went. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, but Tokyo. My neighbor just went there, and my roommate next year just went there. And the city itself does seem really crowded, but like the little the the other thing I was looking forward to was like the the little outskirts around Japan. It seemed like they hit a lot of cool things mm-hmm. just around Japan and around Tokyo. But it it does look like an awesome city. I was yeah. in trying to like 
no, 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 it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does yeah. look, it does look very crowded. I will admit. It's like, it's got like that New York City vibe almost. Like it's humongous. Yeah, and it's like a foreign New York City. So it's like it would be cool just mm-hmm. to walk. Like that, that would be a place where it's cool, literally just to walk the streets. Where it's just like, oh, oh like, yeah, what store is this? Like, gotta try whatever the hell this is. Gotta try this food. Yeah. Gotta do whatever. And there would be. I'm sure there's just like a ton of cool stuff that we've probably never seen that is that's in there. Oh yeah, well, and as someone who's like not very cultured at all, that would definitely be culture <laughs> shock and pretty cool. Yeah, you wake up, Chris, in the middle of Tokyo, you're screwed. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> you have no. Yeah, but I'd learn a lot. Yes, you would. You good? Yes, you would. Vacation spot. All right. Uh, all right. My number four. Coming back to to our country at New Orleans. Ooh, I I feel like that's like the I'm my one city in the U.S. that I want to go to the most. Yeah, Jack just being in New Orleans for half a week. My brother Jack just went to to New Orleans. I think like a month or two ago, and he he sounded like he yeah. was having a blast down in the Bayou. Oh yeah, that that is a city. That I don't I don't know much about, but I know when if I ever visit, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm. It just it seems it's, like yeah. it's just pure pure party all the time over in New Orleans. Yeah, basically, like you couldn't you couldn't stay there for too long, or you'd probably die. <laughs> but going down for like Mardi Gras or something or Halloween would be incredible. Oh, just seeing Mardi see, Gras, like, just to see what it's like down there. Well, and like I've never. I don't know about you, but I like when have I ever celebrated Mardi Gras? Oh yeah, no. I so like e- ever, like just to be able to see what Mardi Gras is even all about down on Bourbon Street mm-hmm. would be awesome to to see and mm-hmm. and see the festivals and see and actually learn honestly what the hell Mardi Gras is for and everything. I think that'd be great, great vacation mm-hmm. spot. Great yeah, pick. definitely. All right. My number four, funny enough, both of our number fours back in the country. I, it's, I mean, it, it's, in, it's not in the country, but it's a part of the country. It is Hawaii. Yeah. Pick. Just I'm surprised pop. that that didn't make my top. No, four, that was a, yeah, kind of a value pick over at four. But Hawaii, yeah. I mean, it's just like a staple. I got to check it out at some point in my life. Got to see what it's all about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my my girlfriend's sister just got back from Hawaii, and it it seemed incredible. Yeah, my it's funny funny enough my my girlfriend actually lives li- lived not lives lived in Hawaii in Hawaii. Yeah, really. Yeah, so they were on the the military base there, so I'm sure it's not as uh, glamorous okay. as everything else. But yeah, you're still in Hawaii. Yeah, and she had like two years of school there. She said the the education system, but. I don't care. I'm just I'm just there for I'm just there for vacation. But just to go on those beaches, it'd be like a be like something I've never seen before. Nah, uh, that's that's what I want. Oh yeah. I mean, I can't even picture what the like the Pacific Ocean out there even looks like. Oh, water. That's like water clearer into, like, than we ever seen. Territory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The clearest water you've ever seen. Yeah. Oh man, I want to go. I wish this you- was on my list now. I know. Do you think there's ever, like, do you th- I mean, I'm sure, I guess, tsunamis, earthquakes, stuff like that. But, like, other than that, it's just got to be, just got to be island fun all the time. 
Yeah. I, there's <laughs> volcanoes there, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, there's volcanoes, but, like, when do they ever actually erupt? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> All right. Next up, what's your last one, Chris? All right, my last one is the first Europe appearance. Oh, okay. Which is Greece. I don't Greece, know. I don't know what city in Greece, but like wherever like the cliffs on the water are, that's where I'm. Athens maybe. Like that place looks awesome. Yeah. I had to. I had to get some some Europe on there at some point. The the, the, the friends I was telling like you about most, that went all over the most place. Beautiful to me. Went to Greece. And it looks it looked incredible. They're on like this stone beach, um, yeah. and it it just looked awesome. So yeah, I, I'm I'm for Great it. food too. Yeah, he it, my buddy Great got food. a Giannis jersey, a Giannis Greece jersey. <laughs> he said it was like fifteen bucks, like on the street. Really? Yeah. So yeah, it seems like it would be an awesome place. To, to visit and see all the, like the the Greek history and stuff with it too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, really cool. Yeah, all right. it's like the part of Rome that would also be cool. Yeah, yeah, the just learn about all the like history the and empire stuff. stuff. Yeah. So my last one, no, yeah, that was your last one, right? Five. Yep, that was five. Rounded out. I'm going. I guess I should pick a place but i'm just saying australia i know it's a whole continent yeah i guess sydney i guess sydney yeah I, i'll go check out sydney yeah, outback yeah yeah i want to see i gotta go to australia at some point and i and yeah. I, I i don't know what i'm expecting because it's like i don't know am i gonna go like wow like i want to go see like the wildlife and like the culture and everything and but i i i don't i don't even know what to expect like what is Sometimes I forget that Australia exists. <laughs> Not like I do. <laughs> I mean, it's like way out there. I feel like I never hear about it. I'm like, I don't, I only know one person who has gone to Australia. That's so. it, It's awesome. Like, I swear to you, like probably a month ago, I remember that Australia exists. Someone then mentioned I wanted Australia to go and you're just like, wait a second. I've heard of that place before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Australia. The one the with continent. the kangaroos. The continent <laughs> and the country. Yeah, yeah the funny voices. Those yeah. guys. Go, oh, and I gotta, I gotta hear a real-life Australian accent. Oh, yeah. Like, that. that's honestly one of the reasons why I want to go. It's your good one. He's an Australian. I know. <laughs> but he was had an accent. He wasn't Australian. <laughs> Uh, he he tried his best to win that, but I would uh I would like to see like I don't know like it, and it seems a lot it seems a lot like like American right it doesn't seem very European it doesn't seem Asian is that is that stupid or like is it no, I guess I it's Australian that's what I'm saying like, like what is Australian what is. food I don't know what they do over there yeah that's what I'm saying it's the opposite side of the world I don't know it's the land down under <laughs> I have no idea what's going on over there. So I gotta, I gotta check out the land down under. I gotta see what it's all about. Agree. I, yeah, I want to go. I feel like we're like unintentionally making fun of them. No, like, but like uh, we, we really have no idea. We really have no idea what they're about. I don't know anything no, about. <laughs> I don't know nothing about them. <laughs> like, what's their currency? 
I'm looking it up. Dollar? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They just got dollars over <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah, Australian dollar. Oh, so they're just a bunch of copycats. Jesus. <clears throat> One Australian dollar equals 0.66 US dollars. Yeah, nice try, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep your 66 cents over there, pal. Well, uh, we'll keep our dollar. Ooh, it rose up to uh, the highest it was was 74 cents in October. Or Ooh. I guess not ever. The highest ever is 1.3. 2011 so they did take it they take the dollar for a couple months there we still have the euro yeah the euro is a thing oh i meant like do we still have like are we still worth more oh i think so yeah they overtook us that's terrible one euro is 1.07 us dollars they've had us for a while i'm not gonna yeah, there's just that brief period where we, we got them. Terrible. All right. Now that we're talking about currency, we know it's time to go to play. Let's let's do our... <laughs> honorable mentions? Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say honorable mentions. Go ahead. What you got? All right. Well, I got self-conscious that I was a bit too resort-heavy, so I did have Montego <laughs> Bay, Jamaica on my list. Okay. Really, anywhere, like, like Punta Con, any of those places in the Caribbean, I'll just, like, wrap them. I'd go to any of them. Aruba... Uh, I got Turks and Caicos. Incredible. Okay. On there. Throw, I talked about Bora Bora a little bit. That that's similar to Tahiti, so that is on there. Oh, Dubai. Why didn't that make my list? Damn. Dubai would be awesome. Damn. Yeah, you had that one too. <laughs> no, no, I didn't have that either. I was just saying, damn. No, just like, it's Dubai. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it would take though. Oh, who cares? I didn't put it on there. And then I had Maine. Maine's cool. Maine? Yeah. That's a bucket list? Maine is cool. Before you die, you have to visit Maine. I don't have to. (laughs) That's a bucket list. I'm not going to go to. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's bucket list. Maine. It didn't make my top five. I'm glad it didn't make your top five. That would have been a Look at Maine. Maine looks cool. You're from, like, you have family from New England. You should appreciate Maine. Maine. Give a shit about Maine. It's like number nine on my list. (laughs) It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Top of the country. I threw the whole Caribbean in before Maine. All right, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> glad it. <laughs> glad that didn't sniff your top five. <laughs> All right, I have Turks and Caicos. Also, where Ohio the football hall of fame is. All right, I can say. All right, I get that. All right, all right, all right. That's fine. Oh, that's fine. oh no, Ohio <laughs> is like probably forty fourth of the fifty states that I would want to go to. Hey, I'm glad you said the football hall of fame. I. That's that's fine. Um, all right, I got Turks and Caicos. I have Venice, and I have Amsterdam. This is cool. Okay. Heard good things about Amsterdam and Venice. Didn't hear. Yeah, Amsterdam. What were you saying? This would be cool too. I didn't didn't mean to poop on Venice. No, no, I think Venice is cool. You got the water and everything. Yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) 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 We need, like, someone from Europe to come just, like, talk to us. Like, once. All of our questions. Like, once. And I I went to Europe over the spring. Yeah, I know. Still. Yeah, you went to, like, you went to, like, England and Scotland, right? Yeah, yeah. Ireland? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not, it's not comparative. If they're still speaking English, then it doesn't, I don't think it counts. Yeah, right. It might as well be America. 
<laughs> you put Australia on there. English. Because I don't know what they're about. <laughs> what they're about. I need to figure out what's going on in Australia. Right. <laughs> that This is a perfect time to wrap it up. I think Australians are super sarcastic. Then they probably like our discussion. Probably think it's funny. Yeah, probably. We should just like have like we are, we know someone who literally lives in Australia. Yeah. We should just let's have Kim, like call Kim. Hey, we need like a quick Q and A on Australia for the podcast. <laughs> what would you ask though? Just be like, "What's up? Like, what are you about?" <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be like, "What up?" Broad. So like, what's because going on would down be there? Like, What's like what's America all about? Be like, uh, I feel like have you know, seen our government? Like, yeah. <laughs> be like, we're we're like five years from destroying ourselves. That's about it. That's what I tell them. All right, uh, I think I could give a good explanation if someone asked what's America about. I think I could give a good good explanation. That sounds like a like an essay question. Yeah, but just teacher comes in. It's like, yeah, just what's it all about? You know. What's the book all about? Yeah. Got an hour. You got an hour. Put it on the paper. (laughs) All right. We need to wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. Yep. Let's get rid of it. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see everybody (laughs) on Tuesday. Chris, good luck in your game on Sunday. Thank you. Keep us updated. I want to see if you get any dingers this season. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I have the power for dingers. We'll get on base. All right. Good. Good. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll see everybody on Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend. And, yeah, we'll see everyone on Tuesday.